This podcast episode is brought to you by Alpha Affiliates. Alpha Affiliates are an industry-leading iGaming advertiser with a portfolio of 13 diverse and unique brands for affiliates to promote. Since its launch in 2012, Alpha Affiliates has continued to expand into new markets, working with over 15,000 affiliate partners across 38 countries worldwide. Alpha Affiliates is on a mission to become a world-leading affiliate program. Join their affiliate program and earn up to 50% revenue share commission today. Turn your marketing expertise into profit at alpha-affiliates.com. You're listening to the Affiliate Marketing Podcast, brought to you by AffiverseMedia.com, the chapter and verse of everything you need to know about running a successful affiliate program for your business. This is a podcast for digital and affiliate marketers, publishers, networks, agencies, and MarTech providers who operate, support, or manage affiliate marketing programs around the globe. If you want to launch, scale, and grow a successful affiliate marketing program, you're in the right place. In this podcast, you'll learn how affiliate and partner marketing is constantly changing and tune in to industry experts who are getting behind our mic to share tactical insights and practical knowledge to help your affiliate program grow. Here, you'll discover what's new and trending in affiliate and performance marketing how to run your affiliate program successfully and gain industry insights from experts and practitioners from around the globe. The truth is, you simply won't find this information anywhere else. Now here's your award-winning affiliate and performance marketing host, an industry veteran, your affiliate marketing guide, and the founder of Affiverse, Leanne Johnston. Welcome to this week's Affiliate Marketing Podcast with me, Leanne Johnston. And joining me today is Valerie Fly from Alpha Affiliates, who I had the pleasure to meet at a Sigma event last year and really enjoyed our conversation and so invited her back on to the podcast to talk about building a career, building a successful career in affiliate marketing. Valerie, it's a pleasure to have you here. How are you? Hey, I'm so happy to see you here too. It's also a very big pleasure for me being here. I'm a little bit nervous, but anyway, it's very nice uh, to share and some thoughts with you today. So I was really struck by your enthusiasm for the industry and wanted to bring you on today to just talk a little bit about how you've built a successful affiliate career. And I wanted you to start off by just introducing yourself to the audience and talking a little bit about how you landed up in the role of a senior affiliate manager. Okay, well, my, my experience started more than six years ago when mm-hmm. I first came to the industry and actually I was it's the only one company I have been working more than six years till now. Uh, when I came to the industry, I have no ideas about gambling or what to do. So it took me time to learn and develop in my experience. But I love it. Uh, I love doing it. And I was absolutely from another field. When I came to work in gambling, was more because I have been good in English. I studied it more like little translations, help, etc. But six years ago, it was very different compared to now. It was not so so big as now, I think so. But yeah, until that, I just developed my skills and have been working for the same company. We're already in the senior affiliate manager and love working here and love my position and my job. 
So what were some of the hardest things that you had to learn when you first came into the industry? Because a lot of people listening to this podcast, they might be looking to transition into affiliate management. They might you know, not really know what affiliate program managers do. So as a newcomer coming into the industry, what were some of the difficult things that you had to learn when you first started as an affiliate manager? I think if you're just very new to the industry at all, like you've never been here, you have to learn a lot of things about gambling. I mean, mm-hmm. even casino, for example, you have never been, you've never played before. So I would recommend to open any casino and look at how it is because you should understand what is free spins, what means to make bad. What is wager? And I'm like, wager? Even with my English, for example, I've never heard about if someone told me, yeah, that's a bonus for the wager. And I'm like, what? So you have to learn market, what payments it has, market, support, languages, like all about your brand. And to know different models like CPA, revenue share, NGR, GGR, like all this, how it works, how it's calculated. And of course, also affiliates ask a lot of questions like, hey guys, do you have an NCO? And you're like, what? Negative carryover. What? So you ask again and again. So you have to understand these terms if you've never been worked before. Or even if you worried before anyway, you start to learn. You start to learn like the deals, anyway, CPA, this CPA is okay for this market, this CPA is too high, too low. The value of the player, traffic and sources and markets you focus on, that's the most important. That's what usually all our new managers who come to work with us, even if they haven't experienced before, let's say more as a network or sending some traffic, they come and they ask a lot of questions. Do we work for Germany? Is it okay to take a CPA 300 or something like that? And you explain how their site should be arranged, if it's a good value or low value, you have to understand keywords of the site and different things like that. So that's, I think, more important for the start. So it's very important that affiliate managers actually get on the job training when they come into a new business, because there is a huge learning curve that you've just explained now in terms of not only learning almost like another language in terms of different terminology. And guys, if you're listening into this podcast, there's different terminology in different industries. Valerie happens to work in the gaming industry. So some of the things that she mentioned there, like FTD, which is first time depositor, NGR, which is net gaming revenue. In the e-commerce industries and other industries, there'll be different terminologies as well. So coming into this industry, yes, you have to learn a lot about a lot, which is what Valerie's just explained in terms of even understanding different traffic sources from PPC to in-app advertising to, you know, SEO. But you also have to almost learn another language. And, you know, we'll give you a little link to a a terminology document at some point. But not only that, you know, understanding your product, which you said was very important, and that could take a little while to get going. So if you're joining a new company, it's almost like a brand new learning curve, even if you do know stuff about affiliate marketing. So it's a very much a kind of role that depends on people being curious about learning new things, because there is going to be a huge learning curve whenever you join a new company. Yeah, you're learning a lot, but at the same time, I mean, it's not something like... I don't know, learning for three months, super deep courses and something super difficult. I think everybody can just read a little bit and uh, use some new words. It's not so, so much information. So I thought it's okay to understand and learn it. 
And of course, it's important to get and easier to work in the team. So when your other team sit just next to you, you always ask questions. And then you don't need to learn everything in one day, but you always ask someone, tell mother your colleagues and they reply you and help you. And then you make little notes. So it helps you a lot. Yeah. So what does it take? I mean, so there's a big, huge learning curve. Okay. So you're coming into the industry, you're learning lots of different things. You're learning to speak almost like a different language that affiliates speak, you know, but what about building a career as a successful affiliate manager, in particular as a female leader, because you also are a senior manager in your company. So what are the skill sets that you need to learn in order to kind of step up after you've joined the industry in order to kind of teach others that are coming in after you? It's an interesting question because uh, especially six years ago, I believe that there were more men in the industry than women. Still now there are more men than women, but like six years ago, like very little number of women. Now it's growing more and more. Mm. And sometimes like now guys think, oh, you're a girl. It's easier for you to communicate with a affiliate. So maybe, I mean, of course, with some partners, we have a very long lasting relationship and I can know some details about, for example, we have a partner, he named his dog Loki due to our casino, Loki casino. Uh, usually, um, even if we have networks, our networks are more um, polite and business level, I think so. Yeah. So understanding the industry and understanding how to position yourself as an affiliate manager it's quite important because you need to have very good relationship skills to understand when you can be friendly and when you can be, you know, more jovial with new partners and when you have to present a, a business case and actually, you know, get deep into the numbers and start talking about commercials and being a little bit more corporate with different types of affiliates. So having that self-awareness to understand the situation and understand the person that you're speaking to is very important. Yeah, of course. But anyway, especially when you work for a long time, time it's very important to establish long-lasting relationship mm. and uh, it's normal and i think it's more to say it's better it's uh, important to establish some kind of a personal relationship when especially when you meet in some conferences you meet and you don't start uh, talking about deal and business just straight away usually how are you it doesn't matter if it's a man or a woman they're like oh i was traveling i was sick on my family on my kids or i was in vacation like you know little anyway little conversation small talk yeah small talk and you know some little bit especially for many years you know where someone lived what they like you also try to keep uh, such things as to know their birthdays maybe to congratulate especially when it's uh, top partners or congratulate with christmas for example so it's also very important to establish a, a relationship but of course you are always professional you're always responsive you always try to work 24 hours of course it's difficult but at least you have to understand a little bit how to schedule your time and let's say we have partners somewhere in Australia or Canada. It's a very big time difference. Mm. So it doesn't mean that you have to reply always uh, very late and like every day too late. But if something urgent and they break you, you just understand that they are in a different time zone and they don't have any other time to talk to you only when you have already late hours. So it's kind of common for our job to do such extra 
work after official working hours. That's why we always love think and saying that the affiliate manager is working 24 hours, seven days a week and doesn't have any vacation. Because even if we are on holidays, we kind of anyway keep in touch or stay in touch at least with some other colleagues or had or with some couple top partners. Because if anything happened, you should at least like try to reply that you should be reachable all the time. So let me ask you this question then, because I mean, I know that it's a full-time job. It's a 24-7 kind of business that we work in because the internet is always on. But would you say that becomes a challenge as you get more into the kind of career of building your portfolio and building your presence in the industry because you are always on? What are some of the ways that you kind of time manage or take time out to actually just recharge your batteries? Because if you're always on, you can't be a really great relationship manager for your partners because you'll get burnt out. So what are some of the tactics and things that you've learned over your career to kind of decompartmentalize that and kind of step back and, and come back fresh? Yeah, it's also very important to learn it. And from some time, you have to understand and just feel yourself, see how you feel and learn to separate work and life. Because I also had an experience when I was always working, always like in the evening, in the morning, like all the Mm. time, you feel responsibility. You want to be a good manager. You want to make new deals because kind of it's also profit for you. But then you just feel tired. You don't want to, you can't, you physically can't work non-stop. So it's also an important skill to learn how to feel that this is a job time and this is my private time. But that's what I'm saying. Like you are on stay reachable, but it doesn't mean that you are working 24 like hours without any break. But if anything happens, for example, if anything urgent, I know that I can call, maybe I will not call a director, okay? But if you need anything, I can call to director. But for example, even if I'm on vacation and I can't do anything, but I know it's super urgent, I can just call to head of a village, for example, or to my very good colleague and ask, can you confirm this? Can you make a test? Can you send a link? So and if anything, you can just see, always see who's texting you. So if you know that now, for example, is a time, like I just came back from vacation. And if you even can't, let's say you have to create a task somewhere in the system or check something in the platform and you just with your phone, you can always just copy the message of the offer to send to some your colleague, to director, to head of affiliates and say, hey, it's so very urgent. Let's say this partner is selling position, this price, this position, can you confirm and just send it to private messages and confirm it to the partner? Because usually if the positions are open, they sell it like for one day, two days maximum. And it's important for the company because if we don't take advertising, of course, we will lose visibility, we will lose positions, we will lose traffic. It's also important for you because it's also your extra commission motivation if you bring sales yes if you do a lot of good positions and bring a lot of traffic so but it's okay like i believe that everyone can find a five minute ten minutes half an hour and please doing something a little bit with your phone yeah so really important to take that time and learn early on in your career to build that time out for yourself because otherwise you can very easily become burnt out simply because of the nature of the job. 
I had an experience when I felt burnt out that if you really feel exhausted and burnt out, you just say, hey guys, I know I can't take like one week off, like totally off, sure. but let's say I'm taking three days or four days. It, any manager can do that. Let's say Saturday, Sunday, it's already weekends plus two days. When you really switch off the phone, you're not maybe reachable, but you should be sure that you close the most important urgent issues or you left this contact and this task to some of your colleagues and you just switch off for three, four days. It's pretty enough to sleep, rest and feel much better. But with times you learn not to come to this level when you feel really burnt out. What about ensuring that you're keeping up with trends? Because obviously, you know, you're busy doing the doing, you're busy closing the deals, you're busy, you know, building your relationships with your affiliates. But part of your job as well, if you want to move up and, and become more senior in the roles, is to keep up with trends and, and kind of leverage those new trends into the partner relationships that you're building. So what are some of the, you know, like, key things that you do to keep up to date with what's happening in the affiliate marketing industry? Yeah, we of course, we also try to keep updated with yeah. uh, all changes in the gambling industry. First of all, of course, we can read just some news or read on the internet. Second, sometimes that uh, we have some chat between our colleagues and the most important things the team is sending. For example, especially about regulation changes, if some markets got strictly regulated, or maybe if, let's say, one big company bought another big company, and we all know this part. So anyway, some of your colleagues notice it somewhere and send it to you. We also use a lot of LinkedIn and a lot of our partners, we are connected in LinkedIn as with partners, as with some other operators. And a lot of them are doing posts on their LinkedIn pages about some new promise, some changes, some regulations and different things. So it's really important to get involved in your community because you're actually picking up a lot of information through other people in your community. And LinkedIn is a really great place to do that. And I'm a big advocate of telling affiliate managers to build their social profiles because you are a brand ambassador for your affiliate program, whether you like it or not. Yeah. And getting comfortable with using social channels to actually find and source information outside of traditional news outlets is a very important part of your job as well. It's not just the outbound stuff that you're doing as an affiliate manager. It's also the inbound stuff that you're receiving and then taking all of that and strategizing it into your program as well. Now, when we spoke at Sigma, it was quite interesting to me because we spoke about how your team actually structures your affiliate relationships. And one of the things that were quite interesting to me was the fact that you like to manage affiliate partners end to end. So from the day that they come into your affiliate program to the day that, you know, they become a supporting partner, they always remain with one affiliate account manager for that sustainability of relationship building. How did that happen and why did you guys choose to run your program that way? Uh, yeah, it's really interesting. I think that initially it started because a long time ago, when the company was little, we just didn't have so many sources and so many people to have several people for one manager. Let's say more than six years ago, when I started, I was the only one manager. So yeah. I fulfilled everything myself. But then we noticed that, in fact, it's very, uh, it's very productive and comfortable for the partner mm. because first of all, you shouldn't worry. Home asking about finance, and there are 
two people, three people, 10 people. And the one has left, the one is in location. One is saying, I didn't get your invoice. And uh, the manager is saying, no, I got your invoice I sent to finance. And finance said, no, I didn't have your invoice. And then IT says, they can't watch that. But another IT said something wrong. And here, one manager, and for example, if the partner sent me invoice, it's an hour chat on my mail. If she sent it, I have it. If it's not paid, it's my fault if I sent it to finance or there are some reason, maybe, I don't know, sometimes, for example, invoice could be wrong and it can just stuck or refund, but he can ask me about it. If there is any account, I'm not setting accounts myself. I sent it to, to IT team to send, but at least the affiliate doesn't need to contact three many other people to try to find the final responsible person for it. You just ask me and I send everything to him, the stuff, the links, the finance, and everything about communication. So actually one person can easily do that. Even before in another platform, we also set deals ourselves. But now as a platform, we having more and more brands, we have more and more managers. It's a little bit uncomfortable and takes too much time. Different people will set the deal. So we have one team who is doing it correctly with no mistakes. We are sure they do it properly, but they send it to me and I send it to Affiliate. And it helps a lot. Sometimes we have a little chat with few people, but it's more about maybe helping if someone is like on vacation or something, we can add several people. But in fact, usually we try to keep one manager, one account, one affiliate. Well, some affiliates ask for several accounts, mm. but at least we try that these accounts are with one manager. Because for example, you are affiliate, you have one account with me for Germany and Australia, another account with someone else for Switzerland, and another one with someone else for I don't know, Norway. And then results like, can you help me, Valerie, with Norway? And I should say, sorry, this is not my account. It's with someone else. I don't know your statistic. I don't know if it was paid. I don't know if you listed ours. Like, I can't help. So the affiliate should contact many people to try to find the last uh, person who is responsible. But more funny that sometimes affiliates even don't remember who they were talking about. If it's not like very long lasting relationship in the beginning, they're not really don't know who is correct person to talk. They can contact several people. So it's easier. Okay. So what I'm getting from that is there's business continuity for you to have the relationship with a partner end to end. There's great learnings for your team because they end up being involved in a lot more than just the relationship management or just the trafficking of the campaign. They actually have to be responsible for that relationship. And it's easier for the affiliates because they only need to remember one person. And if you think about it, yeah, affiliates exactly. are working with multiple brands. And so keeping your systems and processes streamlined and easy for them to work with you actually builds continuity of business with that partner because they have a pleasant user experience working in your program. It's not just about the promotion, but it's also about the user experience that they have and the customer support that they receive. So thinking about how you structure your program is quite important early on. And it was one of the things that I thought was quite interesting about yours when we first chatted. 
Yes, exactly. Especially now we have more than 14 casinos. So imagine if uh, each manager will be responsible for different casinos or uh, several people responsible for one casino. So the affiliate should be in touch with more than 10 people, 14 people. And of course, it's very complicated. So we try to keep the system like one manager for one affiliate for the team. Okay. Now, what are some of the tips that you can give to affiliate managers that are coming up the ranks behind you? Having learned as quickly as what you have and having grown your career over the last six years, what are some of the things that you recommend they do in order to build their skill set and actually get into managerial roles? Because we don't often talk about that. We don't actually give guidance to affiliate account executives or juniors coming in to step up. So what are maybe three tips that you can give? I think the first one is, of course, just to be updated to all last gambling news about the industry, about changes, and to learn about this all terms we were talking before, like yeah. NGR, FTD, etc. Second, just to be patient. <laughs> be patient, be polite, yeah. and try to build a good relationship with any person who's reaching you. Sometimes it can be exhausted, sometimes it can be tired, but you try to be professional, you try to be calm. You know, it's the same as uh, some people are working on the phone calls and you call them and get irritated or, or angry. Yeah. So you try to leave all your personal problems yeah, out of work and just always be polite. And the third, I think that it, if we are talking, the third, I would recommend to build a personal relationship, attend a, a lot of different conferences, doing network, which is all, always very important that people know you and not only partners, but also different magazines, different operators. So three tips are network, because your network is your net worth in this industry. So you have to, even if you don't like to be out there, you know, at the networking parties and you may be more data driven as an affiliate manager, you have to be able to network with people. I love the point that you just made about having patience because it is a difficult industry to immerse yourself in and you are going to make mistakes. We're going to come onto that in a minute, but having patience to learn everything that you need to learn and the humility to understand that you know nothing when you come into this industry. Even if you do come with marketing experience, it is a very different industry to work in and there's lots of things that you still need to learn. And then obviously, you know, keeping yourself learned. So really making sure that you're looking at what's happening around you in the industry, that you're looking even outside of your own industry to see what industry trends can impact your program as well. I think that's fantastic advice. One of the things that I wanted to ask you next is, what are some of the big mistakes that you've made? Because it's all fine and well going, yes, I'm, you know, a great manager and I've learned a lot and I've built my career, but we all make mistakes in, in, you know, what we do in our jobs. What are some of the crucial mistakes that you've had really great lessons from that you'd like to share with us? I think that the most uh, important lesson I got from my experience is that you should not try to hold everything at the same time. You're one person. You try to get 1 million partners. You try to set 1,000 deals. And in result, you're just only losing and getting exhausted. Of course, that's what you have to learn. You have to make some system where you put your partners, you follow their deals. You don't forget to pick your past partners, the deals you have already done. 
a month ago, three months ago, not only taking you and you and you, and then you lost partners who you've been working before, but just all keep, maybe it's like better to say not the quantity, but the quality. So you have to focus on the quality and based on your partners to be in touch with them and to send them more news about the company, more deals, new market. So always work in like a circle to remember about them and not try to get everything because that was also a difficult point for me when there was a time I had so many deals and partners that I even couldn't handle all of them. So I slowly started to give them away to some new people in the company, but it helped me a lot. I don't I think that manager can be afraid to lose something if you give away the partner to someone else. But in fact, it will save your energy, your time and help you to focus on the core partners and even be better as for you as for the company. I love that. I think that's such good advice because we do get caught up in that like frenetic, oh, I need to get more, I need to get more, I need to do more. And actually you end up devaluing the partnerships that you've just spent the last six months bringing in because you forget about them. And and I think that's really good advice. So thank you for sharing that. And I hope that anybody listening in actually listens to Valerie's learning experience because it's really practical and tactical advice. That's what we try now to do in our company. We do the reconstruction of the department. We make like senior, we make middle, like new managers, head of affiliate that we can focus on some core partners and to just give away some other partners to new managers. And of course, they are looking for some new deals itself. So my last question for you on this podcast, because you've given quite a lot of practical advice, which I'm very grateful for, and I'm sure our listeners are going to be grateful for too. How do you see the future of affiliate marketing looking in 2030? Not in the next year, but in 10 years from now. I hope that it will be even better exhibitions in the better places. If it's a network that people can really communicate, maybe there will be some digital exchange of uh, the content, not somewhere in a magazine, but I don't know, you just have an application and get all contacts available mm. or a network chatting somewhere. In, I don't know. <laughs> Telegram. Well, there's a, a great opportunity for somebody that's a developer there. So create us in a, a cozy environment where we can build networks and chat digitally. Yeah, because I know also from partners, everybody gets so exhausted after the conference. And yeah. they, people even don't want to go for network because they feel so tired. So I would like to find a way how to balance it. When we work the whole day, when we have a lot of meetings, when we have a network, but at the same time, we feel more relaxed, not stressed with so many meetings, but we have time to eat, we have time to meet, we have time to talk, we feel time to enjoy it. So that's what I would like to have. And maybe to add some more extra digital technologies, which will make our lives easier. Not sure exactly how, but maybe we should start using, I don't know, electronic business card, not only in the phone, but in general, or something, something which makes it better and easier. Yeah. Easier to connect. I totally agree with that. Yeah. Valerie, it's been an absolute pleasure to have you on this podcast today. You've shared some great, like really grassroots insights for affiliate managers coming up the ranks to learn from. And I'm always appreciative of people that can share their experience and their knowledge with people in our network. So it's been an absolute pleasure to have you on the podcast. Thank you for being here with me. Me too. Thank you very much. 
Want to amplify your affiliate program performance? The Amplify Summit is the only affiliate marketing event you need to attend to stay ahead of affiliate trends in 2024. You'll get no sales pitches, just honest advice and answers from industry experts to the questions that you have about affiliate program marketing. Get ready to save the date in your diary as we bring you the biggest and best Amplify Summit yet. Taking place on the 19th and 20th of March, 2024, we'll be giving you the inside scoop on how to amplify your affiliate program and partner performance. Plus, book an on-demand ticket for £49 and you'll gain exclusive exclusive access to masterclasses, personal group coaching sessions, and all important Ask Me Anything sessions with real live industry experts who will show and tell you how to implement new tactics that drive consistent results. Get your ticket to join us at Amplify now. Visit afaversemedia.com and click the button marked Amplify Summit to register. Looking to launch an affiliate program for your business? Need help to grow your affiliate program? Don't worry, we can help. Book a free 15-minute strategy call with our Affiverse agency team to find out how we can help you grow your affiliate program. We offer a range of affiliate program management services from strategy and consulting to technical setups and complex affiliate program migrations. Our award-winning agency team handles everything from affiliate strategy to affiliate partner discovery and recruitment. We'll also help you explore the competitive landscape and deep dive affiliate program audits to help leverage where you can grow faster than your competitors. But don't take our word for it. Take a look at what our clients say. Affiverse, we're helping the world do affiliate marketing better. Don't waste time struggling to get the right results. Visit affiversemedia.com and click on the agency button to kickstart your program growth today. That's a wrap for this week's Affiliate Marketing Podcast. If you're loving what we're putting down, why not head over to Apple iTunes and give us a five-star review? Make sure to subscribe to our podcast and our YouTube channel so you never miss another insightful episode or one of our free webinars ever again. Tune in next week for more digital affiliate marketing insights, trends, tips, and content to keep your affiliate and performance marketing fresh and your partners driving consistent sales.